B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Tad, Drex, and Kara. What's going on, Drex? Isn't it great when you leave the hospital with your newborn and they hand you that instruction manual on how to raise them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, they don't. (laughs) You know, there's no chapter for uh, what to do when mommy's working and daddy has to take an eight-year-old girl to buy a sports bra. Mm. Like you know, I'm walking around Dick's and I'm like trying to go up to the lady. I'm like, I, I need to get a sports bra. She's like, what? I'm like, I need a sports bra for my eight year old. She's like, sports bras? Yeah, I can help you. Oh yeah, so like then, a pharmacist, right? Yeah, and then other oh, other moms are overhearing. They're like, oh, you need some help? I'll help you. Oh god, were you surrounded by a crowd of people? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do with that. Well, if there's a chapter on sports bras, then the next chapter would definitely just be boys. She's eight. Yeah, I'm t- just yeah. get ready. I'm already seeing it, Carol. Like some of my uh, daughter Avery, some of her friends are already like being boy crazy. Like oh, already yeah. talking about boys. Like it's already becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Although I don't need I don't need a chapter on boys. If there was, it'd be like boys. Don't talk to them. Next chapter. Yes. Get to the <laughs> next chapter. The, the minute that starts to happen with my daughter, the minute she starts to show a little interest, like I'm nipping that in the bud. Like I'm shutting that down. We're not going to have the talk, but we're definitely going to have a talk. You can't do that. You can't shut it down like that. You've got to be able, you've got to give her the opportunity to come to you and talk about it because otherwise she'll be embarrassed and then she'll hide things from you and then she'll go the exact opposite of what you want. So what you're saying, Kara, is that the only way that Drex will talk to his daughter about boys is if his daughter brings it up? That's the safest way. Like, don't embarrass her. Don't put her on the spot. Like, don't make her feel like liking a boy or liking boys is bad it or is naughty. Bad. No, it's not. She's eight. Yeah. She's eight. It's all very innocent when they're eight, but you can't put forth this stern wall of this is how it's going to be because... If you do that, then you're just going to deter her from coming to you about it, and she's just going to do everything behind your back. Kara, I love you, and you always have pretty good advice, but this time, mm-hmm. I think you're way off base. No. Nope. I think we got to get out in front of this thing immediately, and not, and like I said, not have the talk, but definitely have a talk about boys. I've got to bring it to her, let her know that I'm well aware of what's going on, and she can come to me. I you're mean, talking about doing this now? Sure. Why not? If, if Carrie, if you say oh, the next gosh. chapter after training bras and sports bras is boys, then let's yeah, just skip to the next chapter. Mm. Let's uh, <laughs> let's turn this over to our expert audience at four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. Drex is not talking about having the talk with his daughter, right. but he's definitely talking about having a talk. Four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. Should he have a talk with his eight year old daughter about boys or not? So we're trying to get some help with. Drex, who's dealing with something that most dads, I don't think, or parents in general, expect to deal with at eight years old. Yeah, I mean, uh, going to Dick's Sporting Goods, trying to find a sports bra with my daughter. Like, that wasn't in the manual when we left the hospital. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, Carrie, you said chapter two, the next chapter after sports and training bras is boys? Yep, sure is. Oh, no. So, Drex, your plan <laughs> is to have a talk with your daughter the moment you hear her interested in boys to, yep. be, to shut what you said. Shut that down. Yeah, I mean, you could date when you're 28. That mm-hmm. sounds fine. Yeah, it's going to happen a lot sooner than that, friend, whether you want it to or not. And the you think shutting it down will make her just do it behind his Absolutely. Back. Absolutely. 100%. Stephanie in Douglasville, what should Drex do? Should, should he have that talk with his daughter? 
Um, I think everybody else is already telling your daughter what's going on out there. You might as well step up and do it first anyway. <laughs> you, don't, you, you think she's already hearing and there's already some rumblings? Oh, yeah, most definitely. She's already hearing things. She's already seeing things. People mm-hmm. are explaining them to her in their way, so why not go ahead and put it in your way? And yeah, the like people that. that are explaining it to your daughter in their way are also eight years old. Right. <laughs> yes, that is difficult. <laughs> I mean, Melody and Kennesaw. Oh, boy, your eight-year-old has a boyfriend? Yes. Well, they've been in a class together since kindergarten, and the mom and I encourage it because they became pretty close, and they like to match together um, when they're in kindergarten wearing, like, the same stuff. I make shirts, so I'll make shirts for them to match together. But, like, after kindergarten, they weren't in the class anymore, but they still talk. They still said hi to each other. They don't go to the same school now, but they still, like, even when they get together, they... It's like they've never been separated. Yeah, I'm definitely open for, like, a healthy male friend. I had my first boyfriend when I was, like, four years old. It was Wesley Skeevers, and our parents were best friends. And just like Melody here, like, we played together all the time. Our parents were best friends. And wasn't there an incident, Kara? With what? you and Wesley Skeevers? Where we got caught naked in the bathtub together with no water? That's yeah, there the was I'm that. To, yes. There was that one time. <laughs> this is terrifying. Can I can I give her back? <laughs> Someone take her. Hey, do appreciate that. You know, can we spin this off here? Because I, f- I think that a lot of really young kids, younger than eight, have their first quote unquote boyfriend or girlfriend yes, like Kara. Of course did. they do. Why? Why? Oh, gosh. Drex. I think usually those stories are really sweet. They don't end up naked in the bathtub without any water. Sometimes they do. Let's focus on the sweetness (laughs) here. 404-741-0985. Tell us about your very first, you were four or five years old. Why? What's the purpose of this? Because we need sweet stories. We don't need to hear about Filthy Wesley Skeevers. <laughs> 404-741-0985. If your daughter is talking about boys when she's 12, 13, 14, that's when you lock her in the closet and you don't open it until she's 18. <laughs> but at 8, as your daughter is, Drex, and you're sharing your concern, she's going to start talking about boys because some of her friends are. For sure. And yeah, and that, that's just the natural progression. So we're going to lock it down now. Can't ah. do that. Oh, Carol. The fact is, the point I'm trying to make is that this young love, your youngest like boyfriend-girlfriend, can really end up becoming one of the best love stories ever. So be careful trying to keep her from her friends. Mm-hmm. Wesley Skeevers, Kara. Yeah, Wesley Skeevers was my first love, and we almost got married, but didn't. Kara Skeevers, yeah, yeah. you'd enjoy that for the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, to the phones we go, you're looking for that love story that started when you were like the absolute youngest and grew into something really special. Carrie and Dunwoody. So, okay, well, my first mate turned out to be the mate. We uh, met when we were 10 and 11 years old um, in overnight camp in New England. And that's where we were from originally and continued to go back to camp year after year. And by the end of senior year, even though we both had had other interests, kind of found our way back to each other again, dated. And by the end of college, we realized, yes, this was going to work. 
and um, we just celebrated our 24th wedding anniversary. Wow. So, yeah, wow. he is he is my one. Look at Aww. you. Thank you. Listen, camp in New Hampshire, there's something magical about that. That's where Lisa Sturdivant and I hit it off oh, for us. Overnight co-ed camp. <laughs> Islands in the Stream by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton is the big song. Uh, Sean and Noonan, Young Love. My wife now, we dated for a long time in elementary school and middle school, and I moved away. And about six years ago, she said happy birthday to me on Facebook. Huh. And about a month later, I was back in Georgia. And we got married last March. How cool. Wow. And we found pictures of us growing up together on dates. Like, we found a picture of me in my football uniform and her in her cheerleading uniform. It was pretty neat. Yeah. The that's cutest. that's a very impressive table as they enter the wedding to have a picture of yeah, you no and kidding. your little kids. Tammy and Dawsonville, real quick. Young love? When I was younger, my best friend's brother, him and his wife, had triplets. Um, and I was pregnant with my youngest child at the time, my youngest son. And when the girls came home from the hospital, I went over and picked out one of the girls. Her name is Marianne. And I laid her on my stomach. And I said, she, they're going to get married when they grow up. Because <clears> I knew I was pregnant with a boy. This was in 1992. They're married, and I've got a four-year-old what? son. Stop it. Oh, oh but it's got chills. It's so cute. And his name is Wesley. He is <laughs> a little doodah baby. He's just amazing. We moved away, but we always stayed in contact. And um, they got together when they were 18. This is unbeatable. It's in utero. Right? It's unbeatable. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, I had three to choose from. I love the other two, but I think I picked the best one. <laughs> Husband and wife met at the hospital. Wow. Pretty impressive. Does that make you feel a little bit better, Drex? No. At all? Not at all. Oh, man. <laughs> Just live with daddy. We'll take care of you. <laughs> Forgive and forget with Tad and Drex on B98.5. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it. Alyssa, you need to ask your husband's forgiveness because you may want to quit your job. Is that right? Yes. I have to quit my job. Why? Um. So... My son's daycare had to raise monthly tuition to keep up with staffing issues, which uh-huh. I totally understand, right, with everything going on, but mm-hmm. it's thrown a huge wrench in the family budget. And my husband, Jimmy, and I agreed to talk to our respective bosses to try to get raises to offset the cost. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy was braver than I was, and he asked, and he got his, <laughs> and I actually never did. I totally chickened out, so I clearly never got the raise, and with my current salary and cost of daycare, it just doesn't even make sense to work, so I just, God, I'm like, I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. Um, I just need help calling my husband and asking for forgiveness for like not asking for the raise and also letting him know that I've decided to quit my job. So. Let me ask you this. If you're going to quit your job anyway, then why not ask for the raise? I just really want to be home for my son. And I, um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like <laughs> it's better to be home and raise him instead of just working this corporate, you know, in the right. It just doesn't make sense. Your husband, Jimmy, right? Yeah. How do you think he's going to respond when you find when he finds out, like, oh, you know that raise I was supposed to ask for? Well, I didn't, and I'm quitting my job. <laughs> um, I mean, clearly I'm calling you guys, so I don't <laughs> think he's going to react very well. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so depending on how things think- go, you may be leaving the country? 
Basically. Or you yeah. guys might have to find a place to take me in or hire me as like an intern or something. Uh, because... uh, all right. <laughs> Why don't you sit tight? We'll call Jimmy and we'll give him the news and see Excellent. if he'll forgive you for it. Sit tight. Forgive and forget on B98.5. Is it too late now to say sorry? You need forgiveness. Tad and Drex help you ask for it. Alyssa and her husband Jimmy had made a pact that they were both going to ask for raises to help pay for daycare. But Alyssa kind of chickened out and never asked for the raise and actually has to tell her husband that she's quitting that job and going to take care of their kid. Sit tight, Alyssa. We're going to talk to Jimmy for a minute here. Hello? Hey, is this Jimmy? I've been called worse, but yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tad Drex and Kara calling from B98.5. How are you this morning? I've uh, never been better. Oh, hang on one sec. Sorry. Good job, buddy. Pull that. Pull the lever right there. Yeah, Sorry, right there. Are, we, uh, are we interrupting you? No, no. We're just on route. Uh, what's going on? What's this about? Your route? Yeah, I'm a sanitation engineer. Is that code for what I think it's code for? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, a, I'm a garbage truck driver. I just like to fancy it up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> fancy like Applebee's and driving a dump truck. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's right. So who's in the truck with you, though? You just said pull that lever right there. You have a No, I, I got my, my little assistant here. My four-year-old son is in the rig with me. You're... Jimmy, what the hell is going on? Alyssa? Hang on. Jimmy, this is a feature on our show that's called Forgive and Forget. And Alyssa uh-huh. called us looking for our help to tell you something. But it sounds like, Alyssa, you might have some questions uh-huh. here. Why is our son on your route with you and not at daycare like he's supposed to be? <laughs> well, first thing, he loves it. So what four-year-old doesn't love big trucks and Hanging out with dad. Is, uh, that, that's that's fun. I imagine that would be a fun experience. Yeah. But, Jim, is this a one-time experience? Like, your son, is he just, like, off for the day or something? Oh, not really. He's been riding with me since probably about August. He always asks for it. Are you serious right now? A garbage truck is no place for a child. Are you kidding me? Well, we definitely have a difference of opinion there. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm confused, Jimmy. You you have not been taking your kid to daycare. You've just been taking him on your garbage truck route with you for the last what is it, three or four months? Well, I mean, you know, daycare is is expensive, and this is what we've been doing. Just you know, until my wife gets her raise, and we can go ahead and make ends meet as far as paying for the daycare. Hey, um, Alyssa, do you want to yeah. tell Jimmy what you were calling for us in the first place? <laughs> I've decided not to ask for a raise, but to actually quit my job um, and stay home with our son full-time. So forget daycare. No, heck no. He can just keep riding with me until next year when he starts school. We'll just pocket all that money between now and then. I mean, the kid is learning stuff here. The guys love little guy hanging out with us, and you know, on the, on the rig here. This is cool with OSHA. <laughs> he's four what are you bringing him like a sandwich what is he like a 50 year old man i can't i can't i'm not comfortable with this i do have to ask jimmy this is a feature called forgive and forget do you forgive her for deciding that she's not going to work anymore everything's uh, you know everything's fair and square at this point 
Okay. What does that even sure mean? That? Everything is fair and square. <laughs> I mean, you know, she didn't ask. I'm taking the kid on the rig. You know, we're going to save some money. Everything is all, all's well that ends well. You know what I'm saying? I love your no-nonsense approach, Jimmy. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks, guys. I, I think. Uh, we have a lot of talking to you. <laughs> I don't know. And not while you're on the truck. <laughs> On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Before you start gossiping about a coworker, you want to make sure the door is closed. <laughs> Deb needs forgiveness for the ugliest personal attack that you don't want your coworker overhearing. Forgive and Forget tomorrow morning at 7. Kara keeps you in the know every morning. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Sunshine, we're warming up to 74. It's 48 in Midtown. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Hawks fell to the Warriors on the road last night, 127-113. They're at the Jazz tonight. Kara, what's going on? This is pretty incredible. A missing teenage girl was recently rescued after using a hand gesture that signals distress or domestic violence. She was able to capture the attention of a passing driver that recognized the signal and was able to contact authorities. Now, the gesture has been popularized on TikTok and really should be seen by everyone. So I'll make sure that we put it up on the Tad and Facebook page. From what I understand, I think I've seen it. You you put your hand up like you're giving a high five, put your thumb under your fingers and then fold your fingers, right? Yeah, hand up, palm out. Thumb tucked and then fold the fingers down and that lets people know that you're in distress. What about like if I'm in distress with my wife? Is there a hand signal for like a husband who's in distress with his wife? Same one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So beginning this week, drivers in in Gwinnett County school zones are going to notice a few new fun speed zone cameras. The first of four got turned on yesterday near Duncan Creek Elementary School and they've already started sending out citations. So there's a 30-day grace period from when these new cameras pop up, but after multiple offenses, this is going to get expensive. You should not be blowing through these school zones, people. Yeah, I got popped for one of those. You get the first fine is $75, $125 after that. And three more of these cameras are going to be going up in Snellville, Norcross, and Gainesville in the coming weeks. So be careful. These cameras operate from an hour before school starts throughout the whole school day Mm -hmm. and then an hour after school ends. Eventually, they will equip our cars. You go over the speed limit, it'll just print out a ticket on your dashboard. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting close to it. So on a much happier note, uh, we're a little over two weeks away from Thanksgiving and while you start that meal planning, there might be a couple of things you want to leave off the table this year. Oh. A bunch of people were polled recently about their what their least favorite things were about Thanksgiving meals, and the results were a little surprising. Hmm. Number three, sweet potatoes. Hmm. I mean, who doesn't love a good sweet potato yeah. casserole? True. Candy Number yams. two was the actual turkey. <laughs> well, what? put you to sleep, kid. And then number one was the cranberry sauce. That's not a big surprise to me. I can't stand the cranberry sauce. The number one least popular food item is the best food item. The canned cranberry sauce. You guys like the canned cranberry sauce? Give me that can, slice it up. Give me my my can and myself. You gotta have the lines on there. You gotta see those lines to know it's packed to perfection. (laughs) (laughs) Our pop culture princess is ready to play. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews, heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical. Tiffany in Covington. Hi. Hey, how are you? We are well. Would you please kick our pop culture princess out of the studio? Bye, Kara. See you, Tiffany. Good luck.
Thank you. So here's the drill. Kara leaves the studio. We ask you the five trivia questions. We bring Kara back in, ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she's going to have to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Here's question one. Ariana Grande surprised Gwen Stefani during her final Vegas residency show Sunday night. Ariana is currently a coach on what reality show? The Voice. Question two. Ed Sheeran says he wrote his latest hit, Bad Habits, by accident. Ed was the musical guest on what variety show over this past weekend? Saturday Night Live. Question three. Can you name the popular game show host that passed away a year ago yesterday? Alex Trebek. Question four. It's confirmed Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are dating. Kim has how many kids with Kanye? Four. Question five. Lizzo presented Missy Elliott with her star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Name the blonde bombshell who is the most visited star on the Hollywood Boulevard of all time. Pamela Anderson? Wow. I'm going to bring Kara yeah, back in. Yeah, was a good guess. I took a guess before. I didn't see the blonde part, <laughs> yeah. so I guessed Michael Jackson, <laughs> which is close. You never know. All right. <laughs> At Tiffy Baby did pretty well this morning. We'll see what happens. Same questions, awesome. Kara, number one. Ariana Grande surprised Gwen Stefani during her final Vegas residency show Sunday night. Ariana's currently a coach on what reality show? The Voice. That's what Tiffany said, one-to-one. Number two, Ed Sheeran says he wrote his latest hit, Bad Habits, by accident. Ed was the musical guest on what variety show over the weekend? Saturday Night Live. That's what Tiffany said, two-to-two. Number three, can you name the popular game show host who passed away a year ago yesterday? Alex Trebek. Crazy to think it's been already a year. Yeah, that's what Tiffany said, three-to-three. Number four, it's confirmed Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are dating. What? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I had to look it up. Like It just what? goes hotter to hotter to I hotter chick. I can't crazy. believe it. Kim has how many kids with Kanye? Four. That's what Tiffany said as well. Y'all are tied at four. By the way, there's something about Pete Davidson we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? I'm oh, talking nothing. about like he's got pictures of <laughs> yep, somebody. Or, okay. Sure does. Sure. Number five, Lizzo <laughs> presented Missy Elliott with her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Name the blonde bombshell who has the most visited star of all time on Hollywood Boulevard. Marilyn Monroe. Tiffany said Pamela Anderson. Marilyn Monroe is the right answer. Yes. <laughs> After the fact. And then I was like, oh, Okay. You <laughs> could have still guessed Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he natural? Of course, Sam Anderson isn't either. Right. <laughs> All right, final score this morning, 5-4. to four. Tiffy D in Covington, are you smarter than Kara? No. All right, Kara, your new record, 1,153 wins and 38 losses. Ooh, sorry, Tiffany. That's okay. No cash, but you do get a $100 gift card to Fogo to show and make a reservation, Fogo.com. Place is awesome. We've never been, so I'm looking forward to it. Don't sleep on the market table. It's where it's at. Starve yourself before you go. (laughs) We'll play again same time tomorrow for your chance to lose and get that FOGO gift card tomorrow morning at 735. So you know that often people who are struggling financially or even emotionally usually kind of keep to themselves about Mm -hmm. it. They Mm -hmm. keep it quiet. And so if you're lucky enough to actually know about somebody who could use a little extra help for this upcoming holiday season, you are in a great position 
to help get them the help that they need. Yeah, you can nominate them for Tad and Drex's Merry Little Christmas. That's where we take on 15 local families who are down on their luck for whatever reason, and we make sure that they have the Christmas that they should actually have and that they want to provide for their kids. Yeah, uh, Tori really didn't have a chance last year. She was in a bad relationship. She grabbed her daughter, and they left in the middle of the night with nothing but the clothes on her back, and Tori Mm -hmm. was like, I don't know how I'm going to give my daughter a, a merry little Christmas. It pulls at your heartstrings and makes you want to cry because, you know, in their eyes, Christmas is this big thing and they, they expect all this stuff under the tree. And when you can't provide that for them, it really hurts. It really hurts. Well, somebody nominated Tori and her daughter for our Merry Little Christmas program. And, and you listening were able to make sure that Tori's daughter had presents under the tree. It's really tough to hear that there are kids that yeah, might not get to experience the magic of Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's one of the greatest things about being a kid. Yep. So if you know of a family that's like this, you know somebody that might be struggling and might need a little extra help, you know, go to the website, all the information on how to nominate them for Tad and and Kara's Merry Little Christmas on the website. It's at B985.com. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.